Hi everybody, this is Jeremy from In Bed by Night. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks who might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still in the digital age. On to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome into another In Bed by Nine. It's Alex here. Jeremy, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Um, I got excited initially when I saw the warmer temperatures, but uh-huh. um, then the freezing rain ice slush mix garbage has come with that all day and causing pretty much everything to be shut down around here. Even I went to... Uh, I thought I had done my due diligence and on my lunch this morning was checking Facebook for like kids taekwondo didn't see anything um so I <laughs> take them to go there and um sure enough there's no lights on or anything and I look on Facebook and they had posted it after I had looked of course you think they would have their that figured out early in the morning but you know it's me so I don't expect those kind of things to go right but uh I at least say I tried um and then just, I mean, just everything. There's like a lot of restaurants, everything closed. And even driving, wow, driving around like earlier in the afternoon, there wasn't much traffic or stuff. I think a lot of places were closed or let people out earlier. And I think a lot of people around this area work remotely too. So I think that might have lightened it. But it was, it was weird. It kind of felt like, a, like Christmas morning if you got to run or travel or somewhere and you get on the road and there's like nobody there or I'm sorry Christmas Eve that would be better there you go yeah like everything shuts down and it's just dark and eerily quiet but how about you what's going on um kind of the same thing everything just kind of shut down oh not, not everything but like schools just shut down for us and so the kids will be home and this random icy storm thing so other than that you know just you know I don't know it's hopefully we don't lose power that's all I care about. That's all. That's not, that's not at the point in time. This is the time last year that we lost power, and I don't want that to happen again. Um, but other than that, I mean, just you know, just kind of just chilling right now. You know, just trying to semester starts up, school starts back. You know, school starts up for me again soon, full tilt again. Um, so got a day off today, but other than that, just go back into it. So. Hopefully, hopefully playing some more video games. I got a little hours today, but I was really wow. productive today. I was really productive. I was happy with myself. Nice. Yeah, I, I say productivity-wise, I think I got off to a good week. Um, and then got some. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be playing some some Fortnite later, but I've I've got some Valorant playing this week, and I'm really excited about that. So, all right, maybe we'll talk a little bit after this. But we do have yeah. a guest here with us here, Jeremy. Who we have? We have Cyberwolf. So welcome in, Cyberwolf. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, thank you for jumping on here. So, Cyberwolf, uh, that's how we started off with everybody we uh, have on a guest. I guess, tell us your elevator speech. Who are you? What do you do? What is going on? And why is there a wolf staring at me right now? Uh, well, I'll start off with why the wolf is staring at you, because that's my uh, eSports logo. Okay. Um, 
for my brand identity. Now I didn't, I don't have that set right now over on X or Twitter. Um, wanted to go something a little more organic, but I uh, just decided to use my brand logo just because. Um, and then as far as who I am, um, I'm somebody that's actually been doing game streaming since around 2018. Um, started off doing that, but I've been playing games uh, my whole entire life ever since I was like three. So um back then it was mostly uh super nintendo and sega genesis that i was playing mm. back when i was a little kid and believe it or not but i actually have a working sega genesis still that i actually play on and off nice uh, i was saying i'm gonna try I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna before you get on there jeremy i'm gonna get him on this one i have an original nes still working problem i have with that thing is i can't, i have to find a tube tv now to get it to work that's my problem <laughs> Yeah. yeah, mine doesn't have that issue actually, because I've yeah. it. It's a Magnavox, but yeah, it's got a composite plug-in on it, so it's ah. it's got a dedicated like cable that you that you turn, and it's got that twist head where you twist and tighten it down and everything, and then mm. it's kind of like old school. You you turn it to channel three, and then you get the the video feed to come in. Yep, yep. Oh, I was so. going down nostalgia lane right there. I was gonna say I've got a super. Uh nintendo that i got original with all the games and the, all the yellowing and everything on it but man that baby still fires up but um, oh i got a super nintendo I, I i gotta show you this channel i'll send you a picture one day and i'll put it in our, our stream or uh twitter one day i have a, a display case for a super nintendo but from like oh. best buy with all like the fancy you know big old tube tv with the buzz on it i was I tried to take the tube TV off there to hook the nes to it and it didn't work but we'll move on digress from my magical stories of like trying to make things work so you've been stream. You've been. You said you've been streaming since 2018. Yep, since 2018. On on what? Uh, well, when I started on on there, it was on PlayStation Four. Okay. That I was uh, streaming on, and then because I didn't have a PC, I still don't. That's actually something I'm working towards right now. Um, there is no ETA ETA on when I'm going to have a gaming PC. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to make my way up to that. But, you know, when I do, I'm probably going to go custom built because doing custom built versus, you know, pre-built, you're able to future proof your, your setup a lot more if you do it custom built. Gotcha. Yeah. hundred percent. So, but where were you, where were you streaming? Are you primarily were on Twitch in 18? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you started, started on Twitch, on Twitch okay. primarily because that was, um, that was actually kind of the predominant uh, streaming platform at the yeah. time. And everybody was kind of hopping on that. Now it's, it's over the years since then up until now, it's kind of, you know, diverged away and there's been a bunch of different competitors like kick and YouTube's got their thing. Facebook now has something and, yeah. and there's been other past ones like mixer and stuff that have come and gone and, <laughs> and everything. So, Oh, mixer. God, right to the streaming graveyard. Yank yeah. Out mixer. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Make well, sure. if you go there again, right, make sure to bring a shovel with so you can dig it up and look over it for old time's sake, for teary eye's sake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going down memory lane. Uh, I, remember <laughs> I started, I tried Mixer just before it crashed, and I was like, I can't get this to work. And I, e I remember emailed support, and they got an email back. It's like, just don't. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I got an email saying they closed. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I keep when, looking at Kick that way myself. Like, I'm yeah. like, is this going to just be another flash in the pan like Mixer? Is this going to be legitimate? I don't know. Legitimate. Go ahead. And well, I was going to say, 
kick seems like it's got potential, but it just, it doesn't have the type of user base that Twitch has, you know, and obviously it's because it's newer, but I mean, I, I know it when they launched, it was a huge thing. And I remember reading some stories and articles about, you know, some of these prominent streamers, content creators that were kind of jumping ship over to that, you know? Yeah. So. And well, they, yeah, they're jumping ship for a lot of reasons. And, you know, the ma- the big one is money, um, which yeah. fares to each one own. I, I think the big thing, the I think it will definitely be a purple green battle for a very long time now that I've been looking into it more and more. And if mm-hmm. you, you know, if you go, you know, listeners go back to any other past podcast, you know, how I'm feeling about kick. Uh, but overall, I mean, kick's got a strong financial backing um, that is not going to disappear anytime soon. So we'll see what happens overall. Um, but yeah, it's a, it, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, there's all the other ones. There's like live stream, uh, you know, TikTok's got a, a plan. Um, you said Facebook's already got something. Meta's got something in the, in the works. Um, what was another weird one? Oh, Twitter. It's got something in the works. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's a lot of platforms looking to, to do it. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. It, st- streaming services are expensive. Um, so mm-hmm. I'll be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yep. They're, they're not, uh, cheap. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. So what got you started back in 2018? We're trying to connect with more people. Okay. Just because when I was back when I was playing, so the history behind the, the whole thing for me was I was playing PlayStation 3 way back in the day. And this is back to like when COD 4 Modern Warfare first came out. Mm-hmm. and i was like really connected with a lot of with like different groups of people and everything and then over the years that kind of faded out and everything and i started hearing some people um you know doing some game streaming through twitch and i'm like what is this the more investigating i did i'm like this is actually kind of cool mm-hmm. to you know obviously like the the money attraction like the idea and possibility of trying to make a little side income but at the same time also networking and and just making more acquaintances with with other gamers and stuff is what originally kind of drew me to it i like that perspective looking at it's more of a interactive networking system than it is like most people you talk to they say they started is primarily because they oh i can make video i can make money doing it my friend recommended it i figure i can make some cash um but your perspective is definitely like i um just wanted to connect with other people so that's kind of cool yeah, I'm just being realistic to that. Uh, I mean, because oh, I mean, because I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I can look at it that way, like everyone else, and go, yeah, I'm just in it for strictly just the money and everything. But it's mm. like overall, this time though, the thing that I've kind of come to realize is I've seen a lot of people on there um, who have have been that kind of person where they're pushing really hard for that, and yeah. and and just kind of seeing, okay this is how they kind of treat their user base or their viewers because of that. And one of the ones that kind of really turned me off and I'm like, no, I'm going more interactive and just more networking and stuff. If I get something for money out of it, that's fine. But I, one of the video streams that I watched once during the early 2020, right, right as the pandemic had started and we were all in lockdown and everything that this woman who was streaming on Twitch at the time just was going off on people and just like telling them like if you're watching this you need to be spending money on 
spending and sending me money and all this stuff. And she's just going off on people. And I'm like, that's the kind of person I don't want to be because that is somebody that I just, I don't know why, but it just puts me off. And I'm like, nope, that's to me, that's not being real with your user base, be organic, be real, be yourself and be honest. Mm -hmm. You know? So. Oh, hundred percent. I actually, I think I know who you're talking about too. When you brought that up, it's like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I see that. <laughs> I know, I know who you're talking about. I've seen the videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, okay. So when you're thinking about, and I like how you mentioned that you don't, you, you're streaming primarily just straight off a of PlayStation mm-hmm. and you, you have a schedule kind of stuff. It looks like Monday nights is your thing. Um, when you do, do you find it more of a challenge to be streaming from PlayStation to be interactive? Or did you find a way around that too? Because you're, you're looking for that community aspect of it. Or do mm-hmm. you find that to be more of a challenge in that way? For me, coming from the console side of it, yes. Yeah. Because it, it, there's kind of a combination of things with that. First of all, being that I'm unfortunately kind of hogtied into what the console is going to offer being, you know, it's kind of more of a jailed system and platform mm-hmm. more than a PC where when you have a PC and especially if it's custom built, you can kind of dictate a lot of the settings, a lot of the things that go on with it and stuff. And especially like you can set up a lot of overlays and stuff. PlayStation five does not have that where you can have overlays customarily put in. So like if I'm starting and there's going to be like, Oh, I'm starting in five minutes. Sony doesn't have some sort of, you know, algorithm or something set up in the OS for that to run like you do on the computer. Yeah. So there's, there isn't those utilities and things that you can use. So yeah, I, I do find it to be a challenge with that. Not to mention, it seems like whenever I go on Twitch and I see streamers on there, predominantly what I'm seeing most of is people that are playing from PCs and stuff. And I catch that primarily from watching their gameplay and seeing okay what kind of button commands are coming up is it coming up with like a y or is it a triangle is it a oh press this on the mouse pad so i can kind of pick that up and it seems to me a bigger portion of people are playing from pc and they have a lot more viewership and a lot more interactivity and stuff and i think it's because they're more enabled with their pcs to have more setup to have more overlay to have more aesthetic and everything yeah that attracts that viewership. Whereas with people on console, it's very far between. Do I see a, a streamer that's really hitting, you know, in that upper echelon of viewership from a, a console system, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but I mean, I make, you know, I'm trying to make do with what I can. And that's why, you know, why I put stuff on Twitter so much and, and everything and trying to get people to come in like, Hey, I'm live right now. Click on the link, come view me, you know? Oh yeah, hundred percent. So, the, I mean, backstory myself here. I started on console. You know, mm-hmm. that's where I started. I started with um, an Xbox, and I, I understand the struggle like mm-hmm. right away, um, and how that works out. And then, as time progressed, anything that I got from stream, I went right back into it, and was able to build up and found a secondhand PC and. I you know worked my way up from there. Um, one thing I do know that's out there, it's not a hundred percent great and or foolproof, but there is um, 
I want to call it live, not live stream. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. I have to look it up in my repository of programs. Um, but there is a program out there that's web based, and I'll I'll have you know I'll give it to Jeremy the tag in our our show notes here for later on. Uh, but it, pretty much what it does is it works for council streamers, and you creates the overlays. Um, doesn't give a lot of interactive part of it, but like. You know, when somebody follows, you know, stuff like that will happen. Um, the the top part will kind of have your logo and stuff into it. Uh, I used that for a long time um, until I was able to actually get a, a true system other than holding my phone in my lap. <laughs> so, you know, holding my phone on one end and then like I had something. It gave me a little graphics and gave me a little, it made me look a little more polished, I felt like, um, before That's I was nice. able to to update it but i'll i'll recall i, I want to say it was live stream but it's not that it's something else i gotta think of it but it's in my my databases somewhere here um but yeah no i i would recommend checking that out because i feel like you really want that and it would really maybe give you to a confidence booster maybe of what you're doing because it i seem like you you really want that pc for a lot of reasons um but hopefully you're not doing it just because you think that you need it type thing no, I don't come from that point of view of like, I need it per yeah. se that I'm wanting to do the custom build because I need it for gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it. I'm coming from the perspective of I more want that um, just because I have a, I have a, a laptop computer that does not run the greatest. Mm-hmm. And so the thing constantly, I had to take it. <laughs> I had to take it to Best Buy Geek Squad actually to have them figure out some issue that kept tripping over the, the operating system on it where it kept getting stuck in a um, uh, system update loop. So okay. every time I turn it on and I'd start it up, it would either let me pass or it would make me sit there for an hour to update. And then every time I turn the computer off, it would sit there and run for like three, four hours on this update loop before it finally decided to let itself out. And I'm like, okay, something's not right. So I, I always like the idea of doing desktops especially as well because you have more an ability to upgrade the internal components yeah. more readily i mean granted the pc is going to cost more but it it you're getting what you pay for when you do that oh yeah and there's ways around it i mean um yeah have you priced out a pc like if you had to pick the pc you wanted like where are you talking price range uh, okay, so if, if I'm on a budget, which realistically, let's be honest, most of us will be, yeah, probably somewhere in the fifteen hundred range. But if price Oof. was no object, obviously, Oof. I'd go for, you know, four or five grand. What are you <laughs> looking for? All are you looking for some takeoff? So, are, when you're looking for a PC, I'm at those. Are you looking for something that's going to be able to stream and play at the same time? Yes. You're not even going to look to think about maybe having it play off of your PlayStation and then come into your PC for graphics. That I actually did not know. That is actually oh. something. Yeah. That's not something I knew about. So the save you time and effort, what an, an option for you and for our listeners that are thinking about the same way. Cause they're like, Oh man, I am definitely a uh, streamer. That's, you know, playing off the console and I want to get the PC. You can get a stream deck or a, graphic a stream bypassing system like Elgato has a couple of them there's a bunch of them out there 
Um, do research, find the one that what works for you the best. I first pers- personally got the Elgato HD 60 plus. I play the work for my stream comes off of my Xbox. All the games are on my Xbox. I play off my Xbox. That is my workhorse for gaming. That leaves my PC open to allow me to put all the fancy bells and whistles, the stream stuff, the the giggly gooks, everything I want to put onto it and run my stream while I'm playing on Xbox. So I get all the everything like that. So I have my OBS running. I have all that stuff on my PC. But the main major workload is being taken off of that by the gaming piece, by the gaming part of it. So in turn, I initially brought into, you know, again, I bought my PC secondhand. I bought it for 500 bucks. So I'm able to do everything fancy that I want to do and play with to, you know, to a degree. There's some limitations. Like I don't have a fancy upgraded NVIDIA card, so I can't get all the extra sound things and stuff like that but it gives me an ability to kind of play around with some tools and stuff of that nature so options are there okay that's good to know that's good (laughs) to know because i didn't know that i mean i knew i know that elgato made that stream deck and everything yeah and i've always been a little iffy about connecting it to the console and then running it to the to the laptop that i have knowing it's not the most reliable it's yeah. just kind of more of a more of a low level meat and potatoes, you know, type of just common laptop. Yeah, it, it all depends on what you're putting onto it. The biggest thing you need is like you need readable memory, so you RAM. That's the biggest thing for any streaming, especially you do like a program like OBS, um, because you're not putting much onto the PC for the most part. There we go. Well, we're back again. Thanks for the random uh, ice storm power outage from. Our recording base. Um, <laughs> so those yeah. little snow gremlins, they must be biting on the wires. Yeah, they hate me, so I'm... Uh... <laughs> I was yeah. watching you. I was watching you look out the window while we were doing this. Like, uh, something's happening. Something's happening. And I texted like, please tell me you just lost power and you get, like, attacked. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely, uh, definitely power. So my apologies on that. We are back. So. Uh, this is the ad break. All right. So where were we at, Cyberwolf? We want to uh, end it. Last we were talking about um, about the Twitch streaming thing and why I got into it. Yes. So you got into it, yeah. And we brought up the idea of like, hey, maybe using a, a stream deck to yep. uh, capture your PlayStation, and give you opportunity to move on. So cool. Yeah. Um, rattling thoughts here. Rattling thoughts. Um, Jeremy, you threw me for a loop here. Okay. How was? Why did you go with Cyberwolf? And surprisingly, you, you it says you know you, you did put the TTV in front of it, but Cyberwolf I figured would be taking up quite a, quite a, quite a bit. But I guess starting two thousand eight, you know, twenty eighteen, pretty much got early. But why Cyberwolf? Because uh, I'm a huge dog lover, and I've always been into mm-hmm. uh, monster stuff um, with horror movies when I was younger, and I was always into werewolves and stuff. Something about that correlation between wolves, werewolves, and dogs and stuff is just kind of all connected. And I don't know, just something about it just stuck with me. Gotcha. All right, cool. And I, I mean, I, I agree with you being a big, I guess dog and animal lover because i see that on your channel you pretty much the a as i can't say it aspca um as just primarily a big donation group that you support so that's really cool to see mm-hmm. 
And that's something that, um, just as a side note, I think that that one ended and I'm kind of throwing the ball around about doing that again this year at some point, mm-hmm. um, doing another one of those. Cause I originally, I wanted to be realistic and modest with what I was doing. So I did a hundred bucks just cause I'm like with the economy and everything, I'm not going to go crazy and be like, Oh, Hey, everybody donate and get a thousand dollars or something. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to yeah. go modest to start and just be realistic and stuff. So I might be doing that again uh, soon here at some point. Cool. That's cool. And a lot of streamers don't ever take advantage of that. I think it's something to really think about is, you know, utilizing that platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So when you started off and you're, you got your stream stuff set up here, do you utilize anything else? Like I see that if I click on your link tree, you have a YouTube, uh, you do have a kick. Um, I see you got some other things going on here. Um, do you use any other platforms, TikTok, YouTube shorts? Like what's your main, how are you bringing people to your channel? Um, well, I don't do TikTok. Um, just for whatever reason, TikTok is just off putting to me, I guess maybe because it's, I'm not one of the younger generation kids coming up where it's TikTok is the trend and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I primarily go through Twitch. I do have connections with Discord. Uh, every so often, I'll upload some gameplay footage and stuff from like streams and things uh, over onto my YouTube channel. So I do have YouTube as well that I run. Um, I don't do it quite as active just because I don't have as much exposure on there. Um, okay. But I'm kind of tossing the idea around about doing that. Um, I originally wanted to start doing kick last year towards the end of the year, just to do something different mm-hmm. just to get kind of, just cause I kind of feel like Twitch is a little big saturated right now. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to try to kind of get away from that and get to another place where it's not quite as overly saturated, but um, I know that there's programs out there where you can actually like right now, Kick is not on PlayStation. I know the company has made numerous announcements that they're planning to create something where it can, you know, run on console systems uh, and all like that. But there is a back way that you can kind of leverage your PlayStation, your internet, and your Twitch uh, hosting to launch over to Kick and then have a, a live stream running on Kick, utilizing your, you know, your algorithm, your streaming, everything with mm-hmm. twitch and okay. so i've been throwing that around to kind of try and do that and run simultaneously through all three of those through twitch kick and youtube at the same time interesting okay so it's a weird uh some multi-streaming without yeah i gotcha i gotcha yeah all right so okay so kind of primarily doing it that way cool all right um I guess looking through some stuff here and what is your future goal when it comes to streaming? Uh, To be realistic about it, because I'm not going to get into the fantasy realm of things. Yeah. Um, I probably would say steadily grow my community numbers and, and gradually, um, just gradually get more followers and, and build a, a larger community on Twitch over mm-hmm. the course of time. 
um, just because that's kind of the primary base where everything is going on right now. And that, and that honestly is a place that could use some more um, growth because right now I'm at yeah. 492. So I'm about eight away from 500. Realistically, I'd love to see myself hit a thousand followers on there yeah. and start being able to match the follower numbers that I have um, over on Twitter. I know, and I know Twitter is not super great right now with all the following and everything. Like I keep looking at followers that I have right now. And some of them are like, okay, this is obviously like, this is a fake profile following. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get those and it's just like, okay, this is just a mass following from fake accounts and stuff, but I still want to have that growth at some point in time. I mean, if, if things get to a good place, I'd love to see at least some type of money coming from it just because I've been doing this since 2018, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to go nuts with it and be like, Oh, I'm highfalutin like Ninja. And oh, I expect to have, you know, $5,000 a day type of thing coming in. You know, it, it, that's the, the stuff all has to come naturally and organically. It takes time. It takes networking, things like that. So, I mean, I'm, kind of more laid back i'm not aggressively setting my goals for and saying oh i'm gonna do this by this particular date because i kind of feel like if a person does that there's a time and a place for setting those kind of goals but at the same time you don't want to set it too aggressively because life has a tendency to throw curveballs and shortcomings and, and speed bumps at you when you least expect it so what you envision in your head to be, okay, this is a goal I'm going to have six months from now. Realistically, from here to then, nobody really knows what their life is going to be like or the outlook of things. Only God knows that. And I'm sorry to say that, but I'm, I'm going to put that You're out fine. there. So, so you always have to go at it from what are my goals? What's obtainable? Let me be realistic about it. And then look at it and then take all the information and, and say, okay, I need to, I need to assimilate this process it and then make the best decision to what I feel is realistic and decent and the best way to move forward. So I'm not moving backwards because you can, I think to me, I think a lot of people who are brand new and starting out and I mean, it's pretty obvious thing that they think, Oh, I'm going to start this. I'm going to fast track really fast. I'm going to get all this, all this followers, all this stuff. No, it takes time. I mean, if you look at my Twitter profile, for example, I've got over 1,400 people. That didn't happen just overnight. That took, you know, that's taken me probably close to a year to get to that number. Um, and a lot of that has has to do with networking with with communities and with other people on there that have a bigger outreach where they can get you exposure, where you can network. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and... And also connecting and, and doing collabs with other people like I'm looking to do this week, by the way, that I'm connecting with some people doing collabs and squad streaming and stuff like that. All right. That'd be sweet. So, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's just be realistic with what you're doing and, and is kind of where I'm coming from. So I, I apologize to kind of tirade and pontificate and beat around the bush and everything, but Um, I just, I think it's kind of important, you know, for people to realize that when you're getting into it, because I actually had somebody, um, the other day, I can't remember if it was on Twitch or where it was, but somebody asked me about 
how it is that I that I've been doing this and like how apparently like how good I am at doing it. And I'm sitting here and I was reading it or listening to them asking me and I'm thinking, I'm not I don't understand where this questioning is coming from. I'm not I'm not like one of those guys where I've got like, you know, twenty three thousand viewers on Twitch when I stream. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like every so often I'll get one like onesie twosies and that that's where I that's where you gotta start from. So it it's kind of yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I do it and I, I don't really assimilate and think on it too much. I just kind of, I just do what I do. You, you enjoy know? it. Yeah, it's I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And I, and, and I try to be real and I try to be honest with what I'm doing on there. And I don't really try to, um, you know, really try to present somebody that I'm not, you know, try to be fake. Fair. Not gotcha. You know? And that's, and that's one of the other things I'm going to say to anybody who's listening to this, if you're going to, if you're doing it, um, you know, be realistic, but be yourself. Don't, I mean, I know it's kind of stupid to think of it this way, but you got to treat it like a job interview. Mm -hmm. You got to be yourself and be real with what you're doing. So be humble, be real, be grateful and thankful. But at the same time, you know, don't, don't put up a false front or try to be fake or somebody that you're not and trying to like present yourself in a falsehood because people are very keen at sniffing that out and finding that stuff out some way or another. And so it's going to, it will come back to bite you if you're, if you're not realistic. So when you hear me talking and like streams and things, I have, that's me. That's who I am. You're getting the real genuine deal with me. I'm not putting on some charade or some alter ego or facet or anything you know, or, or some kind of a gimmick, like it's wrestling or something. No, what you hear from me is what you're getting straight up. Now handing out any stunners. No, <laughs> but, uh, no, if anything, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do tombstone pile drivers. Oh, that's ah. cool. I can go with that. Um, so I like how you, uh, kind of, you know, laid out your game plan and your process for the, um, for community building and just and networking and everything from a content standpoint i know um you're a variety streamer um i see recently you played like a lot of battlefield and stuff so what other games do you see yourself streaming in the next few months or you know the next couple years or um do you see yourself like jumping onto another platform and doing more uh like I know, I know you kind of said nothing on you know on TikTok, which is no problem at all because mm-hmm. you know people are hot and cold on TikTok. But um, like just kind of where you, where's your general content plans going for the next you know six months, year, two years? Um, well, as far as the as far as the game stuff is concerned, um, pretty much I'm just kind of keeping with it like everyone else, just watching, um, watching content online like trailers and things and watching like okay what what kind of new games are coming out in the next few months and stuff you know what do I want what do I want to play and things realistically right now up front candidly I'm probably going to be sticking with a lot of the games I'm playing with right now just because a lot of the games that are coming out right now are day one edition games and I think a lot of people don't know this or aren't privy to it but I'm I want to share this information with everybody. Don't ever buy a game very first day when it comes out anymore. I know that's kind of an oxymoron, 
But when you think about it, most games nowadays are not fully developed when they are released. Most games are kind of more in like a low tier mid alpha stage. They're not fully at completion. When you when you buy the game and it, they say it's a day one edition, what that means is you're buying a game that's going to have a lot of updates to it like any other game naturally. But a lot of that is the developers are still developing the content and then doing a paste and update type of setup where then you get like those six hour updates and things. So realistically, a lot of people, and this was something I learned kind of the hard way from, from uh, PS4 games and stuff that mm-hmm. the games are not going to be completed. And realistically, there's a lot of bugs and a lot of issues still within the game. So when you guys when anybody buys a game, you're not buying the full developed product when you get it. It's only when you're, if you go six months out, then will the game be more developed than what it is now. Now, granted, like with Call of Duty, they have the different um, content seasons. So if you choose to forgo playing it right now, yes, you're probably going to miss out on some content but you have to be realistic and say, is it worth it to put up with, with all the, like, like the modern warfare three game. So many people are so seething to get involved in that. And they, they came to find out, well, this is a four hour campaign. Well, this isn't even a full thing. It's like a DLC I'm spending $75 on. And then people are going in and finding out. And I found it out multiplayer maps. They're nothing original or brand new. They're all regurgitated maps and stuff. And, graphic graphic comparison videos on youtube even showed that like the rust map from 2019's cod one the reboot looked way better graphically and everything aesthetically than it does now in the new cod three so you're 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 paying 75 dollars for a game title just so that you can replay a bunch of old maps that you've played on and play a four-hour campaign that realistically, if you speed through it and you're not looking through every crevice and everything, you can probably beat it within two and a half, maybe close to three hours. But other games aren't going to be fully developed. And this isn't either. I mean, they're still, I mean, they're doing a relaunch for the first season because there's so many issues with lagging and rubber banding and stuff and, yeah. and, and, and glitching and things. And uh, the massive amount of gamers quickly found out that this was just a complete rush job. There was no real development in this. It was just, we don't care if the product is shit, just get it out. (laughs) And a lot of gamers are calling Activision out on it and saying, this is garbage. And my attitude was when I found it all out, I, my idea was they should have just made this camp, this four hour campaign mode. They should have just made that a DLC that should have been optional to purchase on the side with Modern Warfare 2. And then reintroduce some seasons and stuff in after the fact, introducing these other new maps into the game. And then fully go full-fledged into developing a brand new game from the ground up. Because it seems like a lot of games these days are just kind of rush jobs. They just rush through it, they develop it, they shove it out. And then we're kind of all stuck in the gaming community and gamers having to kind of hold the hot grenade, so to speak, of, of just how, tr- how trashy these games are. They're buggy, they don't play smooth and all that kind of stuff. And so I always, I always tell people that are friends of mine, 
don't buy that game on day one because you're not buying a fully developed and realized game. You're buying something that's probably 75% of the way realized in development, and you're still going to be stuck for the next six months to a year with, with the game not being fully developed. And, and then as it goes along, more and more bugs and stuff and glitching and things will be found out by the other people that are going to play it. And then the developers will then develop, you know, the, the updates that then correct and fix those issues. So then realistically, when you play it, you're going to have a more smoother experience and it'll be funner. And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people have lost out on too, is we play video games specifically for it to be fun. It can be competitive if you want it to be, you can compete against other people and everything if you want. But where has the games gone now where they're not fun anymore? You know, make the games fun. Make, I mean, that was the whole reason for video games originally from the get-go was it was yeah. supposed to be a hobby thing. It started out as arcade. It started out as Pong and mm-hmm. Pac-Man and things. And it was just, it was a fun thing. And then it was just all of a sudden, now it's become anything and everything has to be a competition with gaming. And there's no real fun factor. And that was another thing I kept running across when I was playing Call of Duty Mod 2 was a lot of people are like, this game isn't fun anymore. It, it's just not fun because it, because a lot of people have said, oh, well, streaming and content creators ruined it. I don't know necessarily that's so true as much as I think it was the competitive esports aspect of it, I think is what ruined it. When they started seeing, hey, money could be made from this, people are starting to go into it now. That now it's becoming competitive because there's a possibility of esports and money and things. And, that's, and that has effectively sucked out the fun factor of it. So me, I used to get stressed out when I'd play COD, when I'd stream it and play it. And I'd get so upset if I didn't win a match where I was doing like 32 and four for my kill death ratio in, in a match. And now I'm just like, no, I'm not going to kill myself and stress myself out. I'm going to go at it. I'm going to enjoy the game for what it, for what it is. And I'm just going to naturally just play and be organic with the game and, and just not get too carried away with worrying so much about, am I doing it perfectly or not? Because that really can, that can rob a streamer from, from really being effective when they do stuff. Yeah. You lose the, uh, you lose the community interaction aspect if you're too focused on trying to stay at at a competitive level. So, exactly. Yeah. No, that's, that's really interesting take on it. So, um, you mentioned fun. I, uh, I hate this part, but we are coming up on the on the hour. Uh, yes, we find these interviews go way too fast. Um, you can but... extend it by thirty minutes. I don't mind. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. Uh, no, I, if you I guys got... want to do a part two for another hour, I'm cool. We can yeah. definitely we could definitely revisit a part two down the road, definitely. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, no, we definitely you know we'd like to keep these you know right at right at that hour. But definitely appreciate the offer, and um, we'll definitely have to talk more. But um, yes. Go ahead. Yeah. I know you always ask the last question. I do. Thank you, Jeremy. You do it better than I do, but so I guess the last question I want to give it to you is in a you know really quick few words. Like, what is that last little bit of nugget of information you want to give a streamer that's looking to start streaming? Um, when you start out streaming, what I'm going to tell you is 
Um, don't be afraid to open your horizons to networking with people and reaching out. Because mm-hmm. when I first started in 2018, I remember the first time I ever played it, um, doing the streaming part of it, I was absolutely nervous like a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I don't really know what to do. <laughs> and as time went on, I started getting more, it was kind of like a straight a stage fright thing. I got more naturally into it. And then I started looking around on social media and stuff because there's other gamers. And I started looking at it going like, okay, I really need to figure this out and figure out how to, how to get more people and things. So really the big critical thing is it's not when you're starting out very first thing it's not so much about getting your your logo and your branding and everything out um because that that's something that seems to have kind of dissipated and everybody just kind of does whatever they want with that stuff what i would tell somebody if you're starting out is make sure that you network make sure that you find a community um of people of, of a host somebody that might be streaming on twitch who sits there and like what i did when i first started um if anybody's interested reach out to this guy out on uh, twitter team godbeck he okay. he would be he's on twitch he's got over eleven thousand followers um on both sides on twitter and twitch what he does is he'll he'll sit there and he'll he'll do shout outs for people and say you know go check this person out and then he'll start saying okay, who is not a Twitch and who's not affiliated with their affiliate status? Who's not partnered with their partner status? And then he'll start networking you with other people that are to that status who can help you that know what they're doing that are further along, kind of like how I am now. And he'll pair them up with with those people who are just starting out that are brand new. And then he'll actually say, okay, work with these people. I'll give you their information. He DMs you with the info so you can connect up with them. And then Nine times out of 10, what I had was they would do co-streaming or, or squad streaming. So they'd collaborate with me on a stream and they'd say, hey, let's connect up and play some COD or let's play some Fortnite. Let's get some exposure. And then that way, then you're reaching your milestones with Twitch to get your affiliate status. And then if you want, you can start working towards your partner status. So I would say if you're starting out, don't worry so much about getting your logo or your name or any of that fancy uh, razzmatazz and, and glitter so to speak with mm. your profile and everything network with somebody find out who that is and then also don't be afraid to get involved on discord because discord has started to kind of change and how you get your exposure it would used to be strictly through twitter you would get a lot of followers and a lot of exposure on there and because of all the stuff that's happened through the pandemic and everything for for good and bad reasoning a lot of that stuff has kind of gone down a little bit it seems like it's shifted more to discord is what i've noticed but if you go on twitter put in you know go into the search box put in hashtag twitch streamer or hashtag twitch things like that and you'll find profiles that say hey link your channel like this retweet this and grow and you and you can and you start looking at the, the hashtags and some of the things that are in tweet after tweet. And then you can start getting, um, you can start getting more of those tweets into your, into your um, feed. So that way you can then start pasting, you know, copy and paste your channel. And then people can start seeing it and following it more, you know, so networking with people, find those, 
find those posts in those communities on Twitch um, to, to build yourself up and everything. And what I would also say is when you go on there, search on, just put in the word retweet. There's so many profiles that have retweet in the name and they specifically repost your channel extension, like your link to your channel, whether it be YouTube, Kick, Twitch, you know, TikTok, whatever platform you're, you're on, those yeah. profiles will constantly do that and they'll keep reposting. And so it's just make sure you're, when you say like what I do, if I'm on, if I'm on Twitter, I'll put on, Hey, I'm playing this game tonight on this date at this time. And then at the bottom of it, I'll put in hashtags and I'll put in at like RTR and there'll be a, a thing that comes up. That's an automated bot that will retweet that I'm going to be going live at this particular time playing with, with a person or just playing a game or whatever the case is. So I apologize the tirade, but I mean, there's, there's multitudes of ways to do it, but I'd say the biggest one would be to network, get onto social media onto at least Twitch to start with. Cause that, that has been such a big one for me getting to where I am right now so far on Twitch. Um, but just getting yourself networked with other people and doing collaborations putting your name out there and saying, Hey, I'm playing this particular game and then tweeting it out onto those, onto those tweets where literally it's an automated bot that keeps retweeting over and over again that, Hey, you're going live and stuff. And, and really the biggest thing I would say is don't, don't lock yourself into playing just one game title because that can get to be pretty stale after a while, especially if you look at your analytics on, on Twitch if you keep playing the same game, depending on what it is, maybe you might get some more viewers. Maybe you might not. But like they said, variety is the spice of life. So so mm. change it up every so often and play play COD here, play a sports game there, play a racing game. And then that's going to get more people to get interested because they're going to see, hey, this guy or this woman, this girl, you know, whatever, they're playing other games. And so then they're going to be more inclined to to watch you. You know, yeah. makes so, sense. So don't be afraid to do all of that stuff. But I would say, get yourself established with with what you're doing, and get get yourself kind of feel it out and learn the program on Twitch. Get your plugins straight now. Get some of that stuff that's more of the foundational stuff intact first. Whether you know whether you're going from console to computer, but get that figured out first. Mm-hmm. Then get your outreach on social media going. Get networked with people. You know, do what I said. Find those tw- those those tweets and stuff on social media, where literally people are just, you know, reposting what you're doing, so you get that exposure and stuff. Because you can do that more organically than before you ever pay money to do that. Because some people will pay money to promote what they're doing on social media. That yeah. can get to be expensive if you're not careful with that. <laughs> yeah. So be careful with that. But that's what I would say is, is do that stuff first. That's the most critical thing because you can always lock in your design, your logo, your banner, all that stuff, essentially your brand identity later on when, when you get everything else kind of on lock. Yeah. Most, I mean, if you look at it historically and, and if anybody, you'd take a look at any, any brand in the world, whether it be food, clothing, anything. You look at their history, they never had the greatest starting out um, with the logo and stuff. And as time goes on, they would change, companies would always change their logo mm-hmm. to be more 
established with the modern times and with the trends and stuff and things. So that's where I say the put more focus on your quality than your quantity of what you're doing. Get established first, get networked, all that stuff. That's the Perfect. biggest thing that you can do. And that's what's going to help you to start really getting that foot, your foothold in there first. And don't stress yourself out about, oh, this person is playing, you know, war zone and oh my God, they've got 2000 viewers, but I only have two. Okay, good. Great. There's so many things that you, that people don't know that you can actually buy active viewership with real money and make it appear as though you have 15,000 people. Oh yeah. There's tons of those programs out there like that. That just takes and, over. And, 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 and so it's like most people will, will do that. So you can never tell if what they have for viewership is organic and all real people, or if it's an algorithm system that's, that's making it look that way. But if you're, you know, so don't stress yourself out competing against that. That's not, that's the worst thing you can Perfect. do when you're, when you're competing and comparing yourself to somebody else guaranteed you will lose it's just how it is you've yeah. got to be real to yourself and you got to be organic and just and just focus on what you're doing that's the biggest thing that i can tell people that if you don't learn it now you're going to learn it the hard way as life goes on and trust me for any people that are young you don't want to learn that stuff the hard way because it really it's a good lesson but sometimes it's not the best lesson good all right appreciate that. that's a good point to start working definitely on the aspects of your foundation before you start going out that's a perfect perfect one to pass on all right well cyber we do appreciate you hanging out with us giving a lot of information and, and viewpoints from your perspective on like how things work and it's really good um to hear you know a council streamer back in the group again doing what they're doing so we really appreciate you hanging out with us tonight thank you thank you for having me no thank problem you. and before we hit and i say the magic word i do gotta say a few bits of news and a few oh. bit of notes for us. Come on. Yeah, let me have my news moment here. All right. So quickly go down to some big things to hop out. I don't know if you've all saw this out there in the Twitter version already, but there's been a lot of layoffs in the in the gaming world. Uh, you know, Riot just knocked off a few, you know, hundred people. YouTube's laying off more people. Um, so just kind of keep an eye out there because things are changing um in this uh world we live in. So we'll it's start Skynet taking over is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Pretty much. <laughs> But there's things are changing, so that's the uh, yeah. class it out there. Um, for my streamer friends out there, uh, Facebook has let go its exclusivity, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so that's now open. So uh, when you look at your, you know, if you're streaming on Facebook for live streamers, there's uh, ability for you to stream everywhere and anywhere now, which is kind of cool. Uh, the other thing to toss out here is that the uh, Amazon's MGM. Uh, has been making some deals for esports content. Um, so MGM is alternative division of Amazon Gaming Studios is looking to start to look to do more unscripted shows. Um, and or sorry, I apologize. MGM Alternative is division of Amazon MGM uh, Studios, which has done shows like The Voice, Shark, Survivor, Shark Tank, and all the content. So they're looking to now tap into creating an avenue to more along lines popularized um game gaming or esports federations um this is cool in my perspective is taking one more step closer to you <laughs> creating a nfl system in a way of the gaming world which would be cool to see how that plays out and kind of get more uniform new form systems of that going forward being something that is part of the esports world 
Um, and then lastly, a cool little thing to top out here. If you haven't heard of Tanga or T-A-N-G-I-A, uh, you can now get your own AI persona on there and get that chatting for you in your own magical voices. Uh, and guess what? It's free, y'all. So go check it out. Uh, that's a good one to put out there for y'all. All right, everybody. Be Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, you could be Darth Vader. You could be yourself, which is really cool. Um, you get people to say whatever they want in your own words. Terrifying, because clips are going to be crazy. All right, everybody. Uh, TwitchCon is set up to be set in June 19th through the 30th in Rottenham, as well as June uh, September 20th to 22nd over here in San Diego. So that's not going to move anywhere, which is kind of cool. Um, so if you want to go to San Diego... There's your ticket. All right, everybody. Thank you all for hanging out with us. As always, please give us the hearts, the loves, the stars. Uh, we do appreciate everyone for doing that for us. It does help us out. And comments on there, we try to read it over and respond to every single one of them. Do not forget, we do now have merch. Uh, it's on our fourth wall page. Definitely check the link below. And, uh, you know, support us on there. That gives us a little extra funding to do more cool things and try to get more stuff going in the future that Jeremy and I have planned. Uh, for you all to enjoy. Other than that, Jeremy, anything else before I walk away? I was just going to say, cue up evil laugh. Evil laugh. All right, everyone, potatoes. <laughs>